Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Van Mack, the Chicago foodie behind the oh-so-mouth-watering pictures of food on Instagram under the handle Van's Ventures. Today, we dive into a lighthearted conversation with her to learn more about the person behind the lens and what drives her on her fantastic adventures in food. So Van, tell us mm-hmm. what you do in one or two senses. Um, so I work in social media. I do a lot of content creation and I go out to eat a lot. <laughs> so I guess that's part of my job. Living the dream. Yes. <laughs> so going out to eat a lot, does that consider you a foodie? Or how would you actually describe foodie? Um, I've never described myself as a foodie, but I have a lot of friends who have given me that title. Um, I think foodies are people who very much enjoy food and have a knack for finding local gems and I don't know they are able to find things that other people haven't seen before but I feel like a lot of times when I go out to eat I see a lot of restaurants from other people so I guess I'm following the foodies so I don't really find myself being the foodie (laughs) (laughs) it's a fun scenario right like for me yeah I I enjoy going out to eat, and mm-hmm. I used to be a really picky eater, and my family thinks I'm kind of crazy for that, but mm-hmm. I do always get the same meals over and over again, but now I'm all about, if there's something on the menu I've never had before, I'm going to try that. Like, even from like, yeah. a sushi standpoint, like, when you get rolls, I usually get something with eel in it, because I love eel, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. The, roll, the other roll I always get is something I've never had before, and so yeah. it, it, make, it just makes it a little more, like, exciting to choose stuff. Oh, Definitely. Having something different every single day is probably one of the greatest joys for me when I go out to eat. I heard there's like a, a stat, like if you ate out every meal day, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. in Chicago, you could eat out for all those three meals for like three years straight or something like that, mm-hmm. just for how many restaurants are here. Yeah, there there are restaurants opening and closing, I feel like every single day. So it's hard. it, it gets hard to keep track sometimes. How do you choose which restaurants you're going to go to? Do you just, you know, like, spin the dice, like, look at Yelp, what looks good today? Or how do you kind of choose if you're going to go something somewhere different every day? Um, sometimes I'll look at articles about restaurant openings, and then that kind of helps, helps me decide. Um, other times I'll walk around a neighborhood, and if I see something that looks interesting, I'll just walk in. Do you have a specific type of food that you really enjoy? Um, let's see. It changes probably every season. So (laughs) right now, I believe it's, I'm looking for things on like cold dishes, a lot of cold dishes. So like fresh seafood or just salads, just because the summer is so hot and I really don't want to have anything hot right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
And do you have some go-to spots that you attend on a regular basis, or do you always go somewhere different no matter what? Um, I try to go to different places all the time, but I do have certain ones that, or if I want comfort food or something, I'll make the trip and go have it. I live really close to Chinatown, so I'm there pretty often. Um, but I like to venture out. I go to the suburbs sometimes to eat too. Uh, I'm really big on tofu soups. So Korean tofu soups are awesome because they're spicy and they have seafood in it. And I travel up to Glenview to have it. <laughs> Which restaurant is that out in Glenview? Uh, Sogongdong. Okay, Sogongdong. Okay, yeah. I, I've, I've heard of that. One of my friends came down with me to the Korean consulate for mm-hmm, to check mm-hmm. into some stuff. Mm-hmm. And we looked at that, and then we ended up going to Gyukaku downtown instead. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, Gyukaku is a great one, too. They have they have pretty awesome Japanese barbecue. So, I like them. They have a... They, I think they have happy hour. So, you can get the meats for pretty cheap, and you mm-hmm. can get a lot. It's like going to places like that where like you cook your own food. It's just hard mm-hmm. for me to like pace myself, right? Because you put all the food <laughs> on there, like it's like oh, we still have three more trays of food coming for you. Yeah. So, oh my god, we should not have gotten like the massive meal that looked like the best. There's only two of us. <laughs> but I mean, that's also the best time, right? Because you have so much food to pick from, and then you have leftovers for the next day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So how did you come on to be in like a foodie? Have you always been like someone that likes trying new foods? Like, did you grow up cooking? Like, what was kind of been your journey through your food career? Um, I'm a little biased because when I grew up, I had amazing chefs at home. Um, my grandma and my mom are both very, very great at cooking. So they they would always try new recipes and lots of different types of foods, and that kind of helped me start loving food and then uh, I think it was when I was younger I discovered that we didn't just have the food that my parents made but when we went out to eat there were a lot of different types of food out there too you just from different cultures all around the world and ever since I found that out I started going to different restaurants just to try new cuisines and meet new people so I guess that's how it started. And then I started taking pictures because I thought food looked really pretty and I wanted to share it with my friends. So, <laughs> have, have you seen any sort of like benefits from that? Like I feel your motivation was just, you know, fun in the sun opposed to some mm-hmm. foodies like, I want to get like 2 million followers and go <laughs> to these restaurants and eat for free for the rest of my life. Are, I mean, what kind of benefits are you seeing from them just being a foodie here in Chicago? Being a foodie here in Chicago is great if you... Like, if you're new here and you want to meet people, or if you're, I guess, you want to look into getting into the food scene and being a part of it, it's a great way to network, um, I guess, professionally. And even if you are just having fun, it's a nice way to find people who have the same passions as you to go and have fun together. That makes sense. Yeah, like... Some, there's definitely some people in my life that I refuse to, like, go out to dinner with just because <laughs> like, the types of food they want to eat or just, like, the way yeah. they're going to act like at their dinner. It's just, like, yeah, it's, right. like, fun, but, you know, we're here to, like, relax, enjoy a good time. Like, right, and plus, you find 
a lot of people who just enjoy having a meal. And sometimes that's hard. Or sometimes even finding someone who's willing to wait for you to take the picture before they eat. Yeah, some people get so rattled up about that. Oh, why are you going to take a picture of that? Who's you sitting here talking to me? I'm like, dude, it's going to be like 10 seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't take more than a couple minutes. And then I know people are very specific about their food. So it's understandable. You're just like, sharing like your experiences with the world, right? It's, that is, you mm-hmm. just be appreciative of it. <laughs> So do you actually do any cooking yourself or do you just let all the professionals do it for you? Um, I do very simple cooking when I'm at home. I'll put things together. Like I'll put salads together or I'll make instant ramen. I make mean instant ramen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I try out new new recipes a lot. I made kimchi the other day. And who would have thought that it would have been a whole day process? But... (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. Like I like trying new recipes. I, sometimes I fail, but that's okay. It's all all in good fun, and I still end up eating it anyway because I don't like wasting food. Yeah, it's just all about. There's I've done a lot of exploring and like cooking when I had like more mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I was like get distracted. Like the first time I tried to make like beer battered fish, I just mm-hmm, opened mm-hmm. a can of beer, like poured it in there, and just like didn't measure out or anything. Like why is this not becoming? <laughs> and then, like I asked like my friend who's a chef, he's like, dude, are you serious? But I mean, you never know until you try it, right? Exactly. I mean, for me, uh, I actually have a, a dish that I made up myself, like, and mm-hmm, I bring mm-hmm. it to potlucks, and it's like mm-hmm, a, kind mm-hmm. of like an Asian dish. And mm-hmm. even like the Asians that serve, they're like, oh, this is like so good. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. That's awesome. <laughs> it's really good. I'm actually going to cook it for my dad for Father's Day. Uh, yeah. She is. So it should be good. Very really, exciting. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. I've only cooked in my parents' house once, but they didn't mm-hmm. get any of the food. They, they, my mom just always wants to cook, even though they don't want to make a really good cook. It's very odd. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going to cook yeah. for them on Sunday, so it should be nice. Yeah. Is that kind of how it is in your family, too, where, like, both your grandma and your mom are really good cooks, so they're always just, like, in the kitchen making sure you have something to eat? Or yeah, maybe, well, like, I have a pretty big family, so my... Grandma was always very busy when it comes to cooking. My mom has seven siblings, so she comes from a family of eight kids. And so my grandma kind of had to learn to be a good cook. Mm-hmm. And then my mom had me and my brothers, and we're, we were really picky when we were younger, but she slowly introduced different ingredients to us to have us open up our horizons a little bit. So, Yeah. I think, I think it's her I, way of getting us to not be picky. Yeah. I, like I said to you before, I'm super picky when I was growing up. Like, yeah. I would eat, like, maybe just, like, mac and cheese mm-hmm, and like, hot dogs. Mm-hmm. That'd be about it. And yeah. if there was, like, mustard on my hot dog, I'd be like, ah, oh, this is the worst. And I'd go, like, in the corner and cry or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this the other day because I was talking to my mom about it. I'm like, I think I just did that to, like, rebel, right? Because yeah. I'm not, if I do something else, like, I get in trouble, like, you know, you're, you're like, grounded, right? If I'm just mm-hmm. like a picky eater, I still kind of win that battle and it's like not really worth it for them to punish me. Right? Oh my gosh, yeah. But no, it's like ironic. My brother, every time I eat with him, he's like, do you eat like the craziest foods? You know, because like I'll have like intestines. Like, actually, intestines are like one of my favorite foods from a. Intestines are great. They're yeah. really good. He's like, dude, why would you eat that? I'm like, I don't know. Or like cow tongue or something like that. It's just because from a different part of the world doesn't mean you can't eat it, right? But, yeah. 
And I mean, I know a lot of cultures who try to use every part of a animal, so. Yeah, it makes the most sense, like, waste Yeah. and whatnot, yeah. Mm-hmm. So are there any, like, strange exotic foods that you really like that you've tried over the years? Um, I've, I've tried a lot of different things over the years. I, I wouldn't say that I'm a super adventurous eater, but I'm not too afraid of trying things. I mean, I had, what did I have the other day? I think I had goat's neck. And then I think when I was younger, I've tried snake and that tastes like chicken. Frog tastes like chicken too, actually. Yeah, I always get that whenever I go like uh the Chinese buffets, I always look for like the frog legs. That way I can just say, Oh, I had some frog. And then, you know, of course it's you know not the best prepared possible frog, but Yeah, I was um, tricked into having rabbit before. Interesting. Yeah, and it's a little gamey, but it's not bad. I don't know if I'd want to again because I really love cute little animals. So, um, but it was it was a good experience. I've had like I feel like it's hard for me to classify something as exotic because we eat so many different things in our family that it seems normal to me. When people tell me they don't eat like chicken feet or something, I think it's weird. Yeah, like, first time I had that, like, I everybody just like, a bag of it, and we're, like, hanging out in a hotel, and he's, like, mancha, I'm, like, dude, what's that, can I have one? And then he hands it to me, I'm, like, how do I eat this? And I'm, like, looking at him, like, I don't know, I was, like, try it, he's always good, and Yeah. he goes, do what you're eating right now, I'm, like, now you can tell me, he's, like, chicken feet, I'm, like, do I, do I swallow it, like, what do I do here, like, that. <laughs> I can eat the little ones, I can't eat the big ones, the big ones are just Yeah, a little too I much mean, for like, me. it takes getting used to, and, like, I know a lot of people get freaked out by it, but I, growing up, we've eaten so many different things that, to me, it's really normal. Like, even intestines. Intestines are great. It's When so I went ridiculous. to Korea, I had it. It's like ridiculous for me to think for people to like judge like for e eating weird foods. If you're an American, Mm-hmm. right? The perspective Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is, oh, I can't believe you eat that. I'm like, oh, like, have you ever been to like a ball game? Yeah. Do you get a hot dog? Yeah. Do you know what the hot dogs are? Like, it's just the scraps that they like, mush together. Yep. Yeah. It's Yep. like, oh, no, I'll, I'll believe you. I'm like, fine. Like, whatever you do. <laughs> It's like, you don't believe me, but if you go read some articles about it, you'll find out. <laughs> so what are some of like the places you haven't tried that that are on your to-do list to check out? Uh, I think right now there are a couple new restaurants that are open that I haven't gone to yet. Um, I think uh, Lenya Brava, the new Rick Bayless place. I haven't tried that yet. What kind Um, of food is that? I think it's Hispanic. Um, Okay. my friend went there for tacos on Tuesday and she really likes it. So I think I'm going to go with her I think next week to go try it. So we'll we'll see. I'm excited to try it. Um, I haven't gone to Imperial Lamian yet either. And people tell me to try it. But I'm also very picky about my Asian cuisines because that's what I grew up with. So I'm very hesitant. <laughs> You're um like, why, why, why pay money when you can go home and get a cookie for free for way yeah better, you know? and it's probably better so again I'm biased because my family cooks very well so It's like, the kind of cuisine like, just like, always drives me crazy. Like, when I was in college, I was working in a restaurant, mm-hmm and we would, like, serve, like, orange chicken, right? mm-hmm And I always be like, oh, 
uh, orange chicken's the best. I'm like, do you know this is even like real Chinese food? Like, there's something Americans like made up. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. Like, do you seriously think that like this is what they eat over there? Like, it's like if you go over there, it's actually pretty hard. Well, I guess it's easier now because it's become so mainstream. But it used to be really hard to even find orange chicken over there. I don't think I'll ever eat it again. For how many times I made that and like ate it, like. <laughs> Because you know, you're working at a restaurant, you can you know, like the food afterwards that like, you don't yeah. serve. Yeah. You know, just. Uh, just I mean, yeah. yeah. If you eat it too much, then you get sick of it. Because well, there's no vegetables. It was just like deep fried breaded chicken with like orange sauce on it. And uh, people were going nuts about it. I'm like that's just so good. Like, but be- it's because it's fried. I mean, fried chicken is great. Well, yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I if I were to eat something for the rest of my life, I'd probably pick fried chicken. Really. It's unhealthy, but yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't take health into consideration with that. Let me think. Yeah. Why would you? I have no idea. It used to be pretty easy for me, you know, like, yeah. like and cheese or something like that, which is still, like, a hot spot for me, but... But, I mean, yeah, I I just think it's great, because you can use it, like, so many different sauces with it, and it'll taste different, and... Plus, I really like chicken, so that might be why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at, I, I try to avoid, like, uh, beef... Actually, I, I definitely mm-hmm. eat, like, I like, a burger the other day, but... Yeah. I definitely try more for the chicken, like, the white meats and stuff like that. Turkey, mm-hmm. I'm, like, okay with. I enjoy it, but I don't get excited at Thanksgiving. I eat, it's, like, <laughs> the smallest part of my plate is actually the turkey. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite is probably, like, if I get a corn casserole. Buttered corn. Oh, yum. It's really because, like, people, like, I like to eat it. People are like, why are you, like, so skinny? I'm like, I don't know, I just eat a little bit, like, one big meal a day, so I go out to eat, and then I work out, right? So I just eat healthy the rest <laughs> of my meals, so I can have, like, a huge meal, like, oh, this, this is, is pretty good, too. Yeah. Because we actually grew up, my brother and I grew up having ice cream every night at, before, like, we would go to bed. And people were like, oh, wow. Oh, hey, you guys are so skinny, you should be, like, so fat, like, oh, we just ate perfectly the rest of the day, and then you yeah. just have, like, some ice cream at night. It's not like we were sitting there eating cookies all afternoon. Right. Yeah, no, it makes sense, yeah. So with, you know, your Instagram account, how can people follow you on that? Um, well, they can find me under Vans Ventures. Um, so I, I realized the other day that there's actually another Instagram account very similar to mine, just without the S after van. And it's about someone and their van going out for adventures. So if you find that one, that's not me. <laughs> Mine ha- just has food on it. Um, but it's it should be fairly easy to find. Uh, you'll see a lot of food pictures from all over Chicago. If you check the map, like you'll see that I venture into the suburbs a lot too. But it's a, I'd say it's a pretty fun account. I mean, who doesn't like looking at food, right? Uh, I love it. I can't do it at certain times of day, though, because I get really hungry. <laughs> I mean, close to a good restaurant. <laughs> that happens to me, too. Um, if I look at my friend's accounts in the middle of the night, all of a sudden I get up and I want a cheeseburger. And so do you want to tell us a little about your blog also that's paired with Fans Ventures? Yeah. Um, so I actually am trying to open it up to a little more lifestyle but still with a focus on food because that is still very much my passion. But because I'm starting to travel a lot more now, I want to be able to write about my travels and share it with people. 
And so I try to post a couple times in a month and then people can see my updates on the blog section of bandsventures.com. And I always put up a photo reel on my posts so they can have fun going through those and seeing what I'm up to and where I am at that time. So you're pretty much allowing people just to stalk you wherever you are in your life. <laughs> yeah, I, I welcome it because I'm always at a different place every day anyway. So I'm not too afraid about it. <laughs> I mean, I have my Snapchat, so I'm sure people see where I'm at on my Snapchat as well. There's really nothing to hide in this new social media age anyway. It's so ridiculous. Like, my mom isn't on Facebook, but she'll, like, tell mm -hmm. me all these things like, oh, I saw you did this, or I saw you tweeted that. It's like, <laughs> oh, I just, like, Googled your name and, like, looked it up. Like, oh, that's, like, hardcore. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's scary because you can find everything about a person very easily online, but at the same time, I guess it's a way for people who don't even know how to use it to connect. Right. Yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's all like, if you're actively putting stuff out there, you're letting people like, you know, right. sit you out and know what's going on. Yeah. I'm, I've started filtering out what actually I put on social mm -hmm. to certain degrees. Like, so literally someone texted me this morning, hey, can I put this picture up of us? I'm like, I would have said, yeah, we took this picture like three weeks ago. Like, what are you going to do? Just like backdate it? <laughs> that wasn't that important. It was like my yeah. friend's barbecue, but yeah. Like, oh, like where are you at? Yeah, like no, this is like three weeks ago. Just forgot to put it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to pictures being up on social media because if people really tried hard enough, they'd find it anyway. So it's not really a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's fun stuff. I love, like, letting people know about, like, my life. Like, I did, like, a, a photo shoot the other day on, like, Michigan Avenue. And, mm -hmm. like, my friend was a photographer. I'm like, oh, this is, like, so awesome. How'd you get all of that set up? I'm like, I don't know. just out having fun, goofing around. And I just wanted <laughs> to, like, show off, like, the work that she did, right? It wasn't for my own ego stroke. It was just to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. show that she wants to because she wants to put it, like, in her portfolio. Yeah. I figured I'd let people know we were having fun together. Yeah, for sure. I, supporting other people, I think, is the best way to move ahead and it makes I don't know it's great to just share fun times because there are so many different things that go around go on I'm sorry I'm like tongue twisted that go on in the world that may cause other people to lose faith in humanity it's kind of nice seeing the fun parts so that people remember hey like there's still good things around and it's like keep your head up it's all good I absolutely agree well, thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off? Um, no. Uh, just not. don't be strangers. If you want to talk with me, just comment on my Instagram. We can totally have a conversation on there, and I'm more than happy to answer any questions that people have. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it. Thanks. That was an incredible episode. So interesting to learn about foodies and what drives them and what you know really sorts out the adventures what they're going to go on for different types of food obviously there's tons of places to eat all the time but you know once you become accustomed to certain types of food what really is the limit what really decides what is good to you what's interesting when to mix it up when to go for a comfort food just i thought it was a really interesting episode
So with that, uh, feel free to reach out to Van on her blog, which is vansventures.com, and on Instagram, at vansventures. You can follow along with some of her adventures here in Chicago and when she travels to try out different food. I personally follow her, and let me tell you, I've gotten so many great inspirations for restaurants to try, foods to try. I need to be careful when I check out her Instagram feed because I get too hungry, and if it's an hour before I can get some food, I immediately start, my mouth, my mouth starts watering, and gets so excited. Mm-mm, good. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. We'd just like to give a quick shout out to our sponsors for the show, NextMe, an app that promises to take the guesswork out of restaurant waits. For restaurants, adding a party to the app is easier than pen and paper. Easy peasy. For diners, it's simple to see exactly what place they are in line and gives them a close approximate wait time until they are actually seated. Unlike clunky pager systems, NextMe can be downloaded onto cell phones for diners and features an automated system that can be downloaded on either an iPhone or iPad for restaurants. NextMe is taking on the weight of the world. They are the go-to waitlist app for restaurant employees. Check them out at nextmeapp.com. That's N-E-X-T-M-E-A-P-P.com. Also, for all your sports nutrition needs, look no further than Lamp Enterprises. Our product lines have exactly what you need, pre- to post-workout, to get you the most out of your training and help you reach your personal goals, no matter what your fitness level. Thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully you learned something new or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time.